Good morning. You might say there's kind of a revolving door on the Leesburg Town Council right now. One day after Leesburg's newest council member was sworn in to finish out the term on Council Kelly Burke left when she was elected mayor, another council member took his leave. For Wednesday, November 15th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Six days after winning Leesburg's town council election, Vanessa Maddox was sworn in to her new position in front of a standing room only crowd in a conference room in the town hall. After taking the oath, she thanked the people who made her election possible, not least her husband Roger and her two sons. She joked that she's not sure if she knew what she's getting herself into, but said she saw a need that needed to be filled. She is the first black woman on the Leesburg Town Council. In her words, quote, One of the main reasons I did this is so that my sons would be able to see their mom step out as a leader, as a mom, as a woman, as a wife, as a business owner, as a dog owner, and I just want them to know there is nothing in this world that you cannot do. I'm a walking, living testament to that, end quote. Then, the day after she was sworn in as the town council's newest member, one of its oldest members resigned. Councilman Ken Reed submitted his resignation letter yesterday afternoon in an email to fellow council members and the clerk of the council. In his letter, he says that he is leaving at least in part for a job opportunity that will take him out of town on a regular basis. He wrote, quote, It would not be fair to the citizens of Leesburg to remain on the council under these circumstances. It is unfortunate this job opportunity did not materialize closer to Leesburg. However, my family has to be my first obligation. End quote. The email also said he'll still keep his residence and publishing business here in town. He wrote he has also resigned from the county's Transit Advisory Board and the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government's Region Forward Coalition. This is a surprise announcement from a longtime political figure in the town. Ken Reed was first elected to the town council in 2006 and won re-election in 2010. In 2011, he upset incumbent Kelly Burke to win the Leesburg District seat on the County Board of Supervisors. He did not seek re-election when that term is up, and after a one-year hiatus from elected office, he was back on the town council after being the top vote-getter in the 2016 election and started his new four-year term in January. Now, he's leaving a seat with three years still left in his term. His resignation is effective December 1st. He did not attend the council meetings Monday or last night. There are still two more meetings he could conceivably attend between now and the effective date of his resignation. Those meetings are November 27th and 28th. Attempts to reach Reed yesterday were not successful. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a head-on crash near Hillsboro yesterday killed a 49-year-old woman from Gainesville. 
The crash also closed part of Route 9 for much of the day. According to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, the crash was reported shortly after 12.30 p.m. near Manor View Lane. According to their preliminary investigation, the driver of a 2003 Honda Civic ran off the road and overcorrected into the path of an oncoming 2009 Ford F-250. The driver of the Civic died at the scene. Her name has not been released. The driver of the Ford truck was taken to a Nova Loudon hospital with injuries described as non-life-threatening. This was the 19th highway fatality in Loudon this year. Speaking of road fatalities, it turns out the guy charged in the fatal crash that killed Aaron Kaplan on Evergreen Mills Road already has a court date. It's on January 29th, and it's in Las Vegas. Tony Stephen Dane was already out on bond for alleged felonies in Las Vegas, Nevada since last summer. There, he has been indicted for extortion, filing a false instrument with a public office, uttering a false document, perjury, and eight counts of wiretapping. This all relates to his activity as a conservative political operative in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas indictment alleged that Dane was behind an effort in December 2014 and January 2015 to pressure a Nevada assemblyman to change his vote for Speaker of the Republican-controlled Assembly. Dane allegedly used his robocalling business to wiretap phone conversations involving five Republican assemblymen and their constituents. In February of 2015, Virginia State Police assisted Las Vegas police in executing a search warrant of his home in Front Royal. The crash here in Loudoun happened on September 8th. Investigators say Dane was driving a food truck made from a converted bus on Watson Road, ran the stop sign, and hit Aaron Kaplan's station wagon. Kaplan died at the scene. Her three children and their grandmother were all airlifted to Innova Fairfax Hospital. The crash led to an outpouring of support from the community with donations flooding in and a renewed sense of urgency among county elected leaders and law enforcement about the safety problems on Evergreen Mills. Well, the court cases are stacking up for Tony Dane. Monday, he was indicted on five criminal charges in the crash here in Loudoun. He's also been hit with a civil lawsuit seeking $10 million in compensatory damages. That lawsuit, filed on October 3rd by Farron Kaplan on behalf of his wife Erin's estate, cites Dane's lack of a driver's license, lack of insurance, and alleged knowledge of malfunctioning brakes in support of negligence allegations. On top of the $10 million in compensatory damages, the suit seeks another $350,000 in punitive damages. Dane will be in court again today to see if he's eligible for release on bond. County supervisors have asked their federal lobbyists to keep an eye on the Republican tax bill known as the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Local and state governments have been concerned by that bill's proposal to eliminate the deduction for state and local taxes, and Loudoun supervisors are worried about the impact it could have on Loudoun residents. Here's Board Vice Chairman Ralph Bona. I don't believe we should use our money to pay taxes on money that we've already used to pay taxes to state and local government. Mm -hmm. In other words, all right, I give part of my income to Loudoun and part of it to Virginia, and now the feds say, I'm taxing you on that money, but I already gave that money. It's not my money. I gave it away. Supervisor Matt Letourneau said the bill, as it's presented so far, could disproportionately affect Loudoners. He represents Loudoun on the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments, which hasn't taken a position on the bill as a whole, but unanimously adopted a resolution expressing concern about removing the state and local tax deduction. Now, I've spent a heck of a lot of time with this tax plan, and I'm telling you, 
For a lot of people in a typical Loudon situation with a ex fairly expensive house and a couple of decently new cars, you're probably going to be net, net negative on this, even with lower brackets. But it totally depends. I mean, it really does totally depend. Um, but compared to other districts and other places, this disproportionately impacts us versus other places. Now, as I say, the board has not adopted a position on the tax bill, but all of these supervisors are interested in a tax bill that would bring taxes down for Laubner's overall. The motion says to assess and communicate impacts that federal tax legislation may have on the county and its residents. Now, there's a lot of moving parts in that, but what we are interested in, what I'm interested in, at the bottom of the, at the bottom line, the end of the computations of all the moving parts, what's it doing to our residents? That was Supervisor Gary Higgins. This tax bill has also met skepticism from local business and nonprofit leaders who are concerned it leaves out many small businesses and could cut into donations to nonprofits by limiting deductions for those donations. The bill has been criticized for giving tax cuts to large corporations and the country's wealthiest people while giving smaller or no cuts to low- and middle-income people and actually raising taxes on many middle-class people. And the school board now has six options on the table as it decides how to redraw attendance zone boundaries for elementary schools in the southern end of the county. They're getting ready to open Goshen Post Elementary School next fall next to John Champ High School to help out some of the county's most overcrowded schools. That could mean moving students at five elementary schools, Buffalo Trail, Hutchison Farm, Liberty, Little River, and Pinebrook. Read all about it and see maps of each of these plans and get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, One Million Cups is today at the Mason Enterprise Center in Leesburg. Each week, One Million Cups puts one or two entrepreneurs in front of an audience of mentors, advisors, and fellow entrepreneurs to pitch their business and get feedback. The One Million Cups community always asks, how can we help you? It starts at 9 a.m. at the Mason Enterprise Center. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.